I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Did I watch that? Jesus Christ, you look face out. She's so sexy in it. It's true. And she's making the fellas into burgers. And I was like, Phew. Oh, no, she's stunning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by TikTok sensation, social media star, and all-round good egg. It's Charlie Marlowe, everybody. Hello, Vicky Patterson. (laughs) Nobody ever full names me. I feel like I'm in trouble. Hello. (laughs) Hello, no, mate. I am. I'm literally starstruck. I am like... (laughs) I'm like, ah, no, like, if I, if we were doing this in real life, I'd, I'd be staring at you like you're not real. <laughs> oh my God. No, this is such a good start for my ego, Charlie, because I just <laughs> thought, oh, she's so young. She's on TikTok. She's going to be super cool. She's not going to have a fucking clue who I am. So this is great. <laughs> Behave. I was at the age of like 13, me and my mates had our sleepovers and we're like, should we do the DVD? We were like, yeah, let's do it. So we'd be there at like nine o'clock in the morning like that. Come on. Get to it, girls. Come on. <laughs> Doing the fitness DVD. Oh, you yeah. see, so there's, so that is, so now I feel old. That's where that has come. So you're oh, the age of 13 so where I was like, oh, don't even think about it, mate. I just, honestly, some days I just think to myself, Charlie, when did I get this old? Don't, because I know I sound like a dickhead. Right, you're not old. And I sound like <laughs> a dickhead. No, because I'm sat here at 22 and I know everyone going, oh, fuck, oh, so I can swear. <laughs> But all right. Oh, God, yeah, you're on my yeah, podcast. Yeah. You can fucking say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I know, like, other people are like, I'm sat here 22 and I'm going, oh, God, yeah, no, I feel old. I yeah. sure old. But, yeah, no, honestly, like, it's all so subjective, isn't it? And I'm not here to patronise you and go, wait till you get to my age. Because I actually remember being 22 and feeling like I missed being 18, you know? Yeah. And, like, that feeling you used to get when you first would go in a nightclub and stuff, you don't get it when you're, like, when you're actually legal and 22 and all that. So, no, it's so, I think whatever stage in your life you're at, like, it comes with its own holes whole own separate like stage of feelings what is it like to, first of all what is it like to be 22 because that was so long ago for me it's absolutely class what's it like to get out in the bed in the morning and your back doesn't hurt is it really good <laughs> no don't i went to pure gym oh no to go to pure gym 
Why am I absolutely name dropping James as well as if I'm sponsored? Someone's after a fucking <laughs> premium I went to um, I went to Pure Gym, had a fantastic experience. Now <laughs> I went to the gym the other day. These were all incredibly clean. Staff was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> No, and like I was like, you know, really slack this week. Come on, I need to get it up. And then this fella came in and he started like asking. He was just being friendly, but I'm like super yeah. paranoid. I'm like, you gonna kill me? Are you gonna? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm from the Same. area, yeah. And then he was like, I found out he was gay. So I was like, oh, it's okay, he's not gonna kill me. <laughs> so then um, he was like, oh yeah, I used to be a PT. Do you wanna join my workout with me? So I was like, proper. Like, I was, my back is killing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're going to feel sore from this. I'm like, oh. Oh. No. But then I suppose when you're doing, if, if you're doing a workout and you're not hurting, has it even worked? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, so, and also as well, he didn't kill you. So what was? <laughs> he didn't kill yet. I'm still, <laughs> you know, there's always the chance. I don't know if murderers tend to play the long game. I feel like they're kind of a in and out sort of <laughs> type of style. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apart from that, it does feel quite nice to be 22. And it could, like when we were saying when you're 18, I look back and I think, you had no money, no car. <laughs> you definitely you couldn't do. go anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, your life was shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm much happier now. As you're getting older, I think things get better. No, financial freedom is definitely one of the huge main positives <laughs> that come with getting older. And also, like, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Like, I actually have loved getting older, Charles. Uh, honestly, Charles, do people call you that? Is that weird? Stop it. Feel like best mates already. <laughs> I'm so pleased that you're gonna be that. No, no one calls me that. It's weird. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I feel like I actually have loved getting that little bit older, mate. And like, I don't know. I just think, I, I think as you, you know, you sort of. You learn who you are more, and yeah, you you know what you like and what you don't, and you're not so desperate just to be like everybody else. Like that's a part of me, like teens and early twenties that I actually don't miss at all. But you seem, yeah. I don't know, like that's maybe that's a millennial thing because I suppose if we fit in, if we look at the stereotypes, and I'm making a sweeping generalization, I know everybody has their own little quirks and personalities, what regardless of what generation you were born in. But yeah. one of the big ones of millennials, isn't it, is that we're such big people pleasers. Like, have you seen all that? You must have seen the TikToks where it's like a millennial trying to get two weeks, like they're like they're allotted two weeks off work. Like, <laughs> I'm just wondering if it would be okay. Don't worry, like my grandma's only died, but if it's okay, if I can just, you know, and don't worry if we can't. I understand if you're under stuff like that. You know, that's who we yeah. are sort of thing, isn't it? Whereas the Gen Z is far more like, I'm fucking taking these holidays whether you like it or not. So I wonder if the people-pleasing thing is, is maybe it's my generation and actually you're just yeah. like, you you don't do that in your early 20s. No, you know what? I would say I'm definitely, I'm having to like relearn how to not do that because I'm such a people-pleaser. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. It's not oh, like yeah. I do. It depends on the situation, but like when I used to work in TV, yeah. And then like, so I started. What did, you, what did you do, Charlie, in TV? So I started off. So I went to Salford Uni and I did. Yeah. <laughs> My mate got oh. married in Salford in the Keys, right at the top. It was class one. Such a good day. Oh, that's where I live. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Salford Keys. Yeah. Yeah. Such a small. It's such a small world. It's so nice, isn't it? Yeah. A little bit round it. It's like yeah, been done up so much. Yeah, I know. And whenever I go and film up Manchester, it's round that kind of way and it's dead nice. It's lovely. Um, Sorry, continue. Thank you very much. Um, but I did, <laughs> yeah, so I did media and like TV production, Salford. I've seen that mm. again. So similar to what I did, mate. That's dead interesting. What did you do at uni? 
well, me, drama, media, and cultural studies. So had I chosen yeah. to like elect more of the media options, it would have been far more of that. But honestly, as you've seen, guys, you didn't see or hear this because we hadn't started recording, but I have a Marks and Spencer's bag as my laptop bag with just like all the wires <laughs> and stuff in it. So anything remotely technical, you might, it just completely goes over my head. So I did opt out of some of those. And the more, tradi- I did like stage movement and that, which is basically just fucking mime and stuff. So oh, yeah. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> It was horrible, mate. I missed so many of them. And the man was so upset about it. I remember making complaints to like the uni lecturer about it and stuff. And I was like, honestly, mate, it's a fucking ridiculous course. Um, oh, no. so- Especially when you're so self-deprecating there. And I feel like oh. like we're, we're both quite, you know, like take mm. the piss out of one another. But it's like, oh, it, it, ourselves. And yeah. you've got to be in a room and they're like, lie down. And you're a potato. <sighs> and you're like, piss off. I can't no, remember. You've got to get It's like... No, I couldn't. Like, and you're getting into the car with people watching, and there's no car there. And I was like, "There's just no car here, mate. It's awful. You can fuck off." So I, I'd probably wish, especially because it's clearly far more vocational, that I'd focus far more on the media side of things. But no, I was anything for an easy life when I was fucking eighteen. Last. Um, so yes, yeah, so continue. Sorry. So that was your degree. That was my degree, and then I was mm. like, "I'm gonna get into TV. I'm gonna get into TV." Yeah. I didn't really know. Like, I didn't even know what a runner was until I was in third year. You don't, do you? Like, no. it's such a learn by doing trade. Literally. And then, so, so I used to work at Asda like all throughout my three years. And I was like, so it was that horrible point when you've left uni. And I was like, I want to stay in Manchester. Uh-huh. But obviously, I need to sustain myself. So then I was going full time at Asda and I used to be on the bakery. <laughs> so I'm oh. a little. Dangerous, mate. It was a oh, dangerous. I was I fucking scrand everything on that. I was there scrambling sausage butties behind the counter. I'm going, if someone catches me here, I'm sacked. Do you know what I <laughs> mean? I'm like, fucking hell, I'm playing my job here. God, I can't pay me rent otherwise. And now, so then, I'm there, like, little hat on, like, um, penny on, doing yeah. bits and stuff. And then I'd literally, like, I'd, I'd do the 6am to 2pm shift. <sighs> and then I called me down, and I hated my life, because I was like, I just want to work in TV. And I'd be crying at six in the morning into sausage rolls. And I'd like call my mum and dad afterwards for a bit of emotional support. Yeah. And then, do you know, you're like, you know what Northern parents are like? And then my dad would be yeah. like, oh, good hard day, bagging donuts. I'd be like, I hate my life. <laughs> because nobody has ever worked as hard as Northern parents. Like, I swear <laughs> God, my dad worked in IT, like his whole life. He went from fucking school to sitting on his ass, right, working for the government. <laughs> he's not grafted since he was 55 or something, right? But he's still on sort of like a 20 grand a year pension. Like, yeah. his, his life in, that, in terms of a professional sense has been absolutely great. But if I, ever I open my mouth to whinge about my schedule or my job, he's very much like, oh, Poor little rich girl. <laughs> Poor little reality TV star. We didn't do that in my day. Vicky, you were up at it. And I was like, Dad, you worked in a fucking office. You weren't down the mines. Don't think just because you've got that accent, I'll get it confused. You can fuck off. <laughs> no, literally, my dad's like that now. And he rings me because he's now like... I can imagine him, babe. I can. <laughs> and he's in the army as well, right? So now he's a captain. Oh, shit. Okay, so maybe he actually can. Oh no, he's really now. He's on his own. Vicky, he rings me right. I go, he rang me at 11 o'clock today when fucking hell finished your interview. That's a real plot twist, that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he doesn't do much. He's only in the army. <laughs> Just protected my fucking country and that. Oh, don't. Timer. You know what he said the other day, right? And I was like starstruck. So recently, I've been, do you listen to the, um, so this feels like Trees mentioning another podcast. 
But um, no, no, you know, my second favorite podcast is um, <laughs> so diplomatic. Very well done. Is if you listen to Help I Sex with My Boss. No, but I so I had the lads on. and they're so amazing the ironic thing actually is i don't listen to an awful lot of podcasts which sounds blasphemous given that i love doing mine so much um but yeah i just honestly made million miles an hour like the if ever i've sort of got time to do it it's when i've got the dogs and they're not the like put the headphones in your ears walk along just having a nice day type of dogs there you can't take your fucking eyes off them for a second because they'll be chilling someone else's dog dogs so (laughs) i never get a second of myself but i love the lads and their podcast is incredible so yeah please tell us oh no so so i'm like even though i'm gay i'm like i fancy the socks of jordan north i'm like oh there's something about jordan isn't he i got quite giggly when he was on the podcast (laughs) my default setting is a woman in love (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh when i used to be straight i would have fancied him but like i love it i love the podcast right and then uh, he's always because his dad and his brothers in the army yeah so then um, I was mentioned, and then when he was in the jungle, I don't know why, but I didn't really like him when he was in the jungle. And then my dad was like, oh, why are you, so, I, you know, I know his dad. And I'd be like, oh, whatever. And then I've been getting into that. And then I went, you know, his, you know Jordan Norse woman, dad, don't you? He went, yeah, Graham and Wendy. I was like, oh, you're joking. He went, yeah, I used to babysit them all. I was like, yeah. But, but he didn't babysit Jordan. This is the shit part before Jordan was born. I was like, oh, I can't really get in there. But just his yeah. Goodness, Graham and Wendy. No, I would have got starstruck over that. I think I would have definitely. You're joking me. (laughs) So we've got so sidetracked, mate. I want to go back to, I need to go back to the the bakery in the Asda. By the way, when you say the bakery, it's not the bit that does the create your own pizzas, is it? So my, you know, did you see that tweet a couple of weeks ago? And it was like, I'm obsessed with supermarkets that are outside. You know, when you get like an industrial Tesco and industrial Asda. Yeah. It was a small one that was made out of brick. So it was quite weird. All right, okay. So mine was like a little teeny tiny one. So I literally just had to put stuff in the oven. Uh-huh. And I was next door to the woman who made the pizzas. And she Class. is like, she was the most mank woman you would ever get in your life. Like, all right, Charla. All right. It's like another day in fucking paradise. I was like, oh, I'm like, you're right, so. And I remember getting my lashes done once. I got like lash extensions. She was like, you can sweep the fucking floor with them. I don't even need a broom. I'm like, oh. Sue strikes me as the type of person who says like at least five times a day, it must be nice for some. Oh, yeah, yeah. Must be nice for some. Oh, live in the dream. Yeah. Oh, how the other half live? Oh, yeah. But we were like together 24-7. I was like, no. No, I can't do this. You, so then, did you manage to break into the world of TV? So I managed to break in. I remember, so I think I applied, I got down to the final stage for final rights, yeah, final stage for a BBC interview. Yeah. And I got that. Oh, no, I didn't get it. I got oh. the interview. Didn't get the job. I remember sobbing at the kitchen table going, yeah, I'm reliving <laughs> that with you, mate. That's awful. And then my first job was actually on Naked Attraction. No, I've guess who I've just had on the podcast. Not Anna Richardson. Anna Richardson. No, no, <laughs> no. I love it all, Vicky. No, she's so fit. Yeah, she's so fit. She is so fit. She Damn. is so fit. But also, as well, like there's just something about her that makes you. Oh, honestly, Charlie, like, do you know when someone's just got fucking good energy and vibes? And like, I hate those words. Like, I've just. 
I, I feel like I've just come off a show and all anybody said for like two weeks was like, I just like his vibe or just like his energy. So I've got in my own head about it and thought, <laughs> you have to so- use something else. But there's just no other word to describe Anna. She's like one of these, she's intelligent and smart and like yes. experienced. And like, well, I don't know. Like, I just want to sit in Barcelona and eat like a pastry with her or something. Like, I don't know what I want to do or drink wine in France. I want to do something with her. Does that make sense? No, literally. I just like, she's another one I just stare at. I did. I did used to that was why I probably only like lasted a week oh, is that why you got sacked is that the, is that the restraining order that's why I'm not allowed back in doc 10 <laughs> head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award winning movie Poor Things starring Emma Stone Mark Ruffalo and Willem Dafoe check out the new documentary Freaknik The Wildest Party Never Told about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. (laughs) No, I'm sure you're incredibly professional. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually did get told off for um, him. I really wasn't. (laughs) <laughs> no I actually did get told off right because so they said they said right I think they took this fucking gall on them right <laughs> so I took a picture with Anna and I was like oh my god I'm sorry, I love you so much and she was lovely I was like thank you so so much yeah and all the producers were doing it and then I posted it on Instagram and we're not allowed so there was an email that went around saying please do not post any pictures of the set or anything to do with the program. Oh, it's the same fucking set as it has been for the eight yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Why did you not change? Yeah. And, oh, I know. Yeah. So then, well, no. So I left. That, so I only did a week on that, and then I finished on the Sunday night, and then on the Monday I had to go down to Chester because I was doing, you know, Lady Chatterley's Lover. They did the yes. main one last year. Was that? Is that the one with uh, oh that fucking lush fellow who used to be in Skins? <laughs> yeah, Jack O'Connell. He's oh. lovely. Him. Unreal. I know it's probably not your cup of tea, but you're going to appreciate a good looking fella. He's not quite Jordan North, but he's fucking up there, isn't he, lads? Oh. He's a good looking lad. No, but I was on the COVID team for that. What I does went... that mean? Do you have to just like run around with them little sticks all the time, them little things oh. up people's nose? Mate, everyone hated you. It was oh. like a well-known thing. Everyone despised you if you were on the COVID team because you were the one who had to go around and be like, can you put your mask on, please? And everyone was like, fuck off. And then so you had to test everyone every single morning. And it was like World War Z. If someone tested positive, like it was unreal to them. But he was lovely, right? So I had to go test him every morning. I'd be like, hi, Jack, it's telephone test. And I'd be like, oh, I thought my day's putting stuff on my nose are over. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that what he said? That's what he said. I was like, top love, top love. <laughs> I'm dying. Mate, honestly, this is so, so I often feel like, and I know that, so uh, there's this hierarchy within TV, regardless of what side of the sort of camera you're on, isn't there? Yeah. And I often think people look down their nose a little bit at reality TV stars. Well, they don't a little bit. They do loads, especially back in the day. I remember yeah. going to like the TV Choice Awards and no cunt want to speak to us apart from Danny Dyer. Oh. <laughs> and that's why I will always love Danny Dyer because he was the only one who's like, all right, fake it fucking class in the jungle and that. Not that he's Geordie, <laughs> said it far more. All right, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> but less like Wayne Lineker. I can't do accents. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, so I, I often think like people look at us a bit like, oh God, you've got where you are so fast and we had to pay our dues and X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's where they, and also we're completely, people assume we're talentless. <laughs> <laughs> that is a definite factor. Um, so yeah, so, there's, so then on the opposite side, like I definitely have always had this mentality that you actually proper had to like graft and pay your dues. It sounds mm. to me so, mate, like, even though I know the COVID job probably sounds a bit rude, it sounds amazing. So you landed on your feet with some quite good ones. Oh, God, yeah, like the jobs yeah. and stuff. But I think definitely, like, I'm not being funny. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm trying to lick your ass, are you? But you can tell, no, but like you said, with the reality thing, you can tell you've grafted for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've been <laughs> made on your Wikipedia last night. Like, do you know what I mean? You are, like, still so relevant. Yeah, I do I do try. Did if you've read me Wikipedia, did you read that I used to be a doorman? No. <laughs> I didn't. Wait, you a doorman? No, I swear to God, they've just got it wrong. It's the most <laughs> annoying thing. So I think once, like 30 years ago or something, when I was doing the press for Jodie Shore, I've said like, oh, I used to do the doors. Which is what, <laughs> which is what they call being a hostess in Newcastle. Like if you stood on the rope with like a, a, a clipboard and say like, oh, your name's not on it, you used to do the door. You know, yeah. I did so but some journalist from down south who there's been a complete language barrier clearly has gone away and wrote like Vicky Patterson worked as a bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just worked its way to fucking Wikipedia, mate. And now whenever I'm doing press with someone from like the Telegraph or the Guardian who doesn't know who I am, doesn't really want to speak to us, but has been told they have to in between the interview and fucking Boris and Rishi. Um, they're like, so tell me what it was like working as a doorman in Newcastle. And I'm like, fuck off you I honestly can't explain this again. So yeah, so I have, I have, I just wondered if it was still there, but maybe it's obviously been taken down. <laughs> yeah, I think it's been taken down. I definitely didn't read that bit. <laughs> I'm so pleased. My angry emails have worked. <laughs> I, I can't go to Newcastle anymore. Sorry, I'm verging off again. Yeah, no, go on, continue, honestly. We'll get to the point eventually. Fuck me, we can't know. No, but my ex-girlfriend's from Newcastle, so and I dated then a girl from Durham. Something about oh, girls from the northeast. Mm. I'm like, what I, is this? I do think, like, and um, if whether it's girls or boys, like, I just think we're kind of a nice bunch, you know, and like, especially because you're like scouts as well. So I feel like, uh, I don't know, like Northern in general, there's just, a, there's a vibe, isn't there? Like we all get on, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Mind you, having said that, I've ended up in Essex and I think that's a, like a nice little pocket of the world as well. You know what? I think the Northeast, yeah. I think Liverpool, Manchester and Essex. Yeah. There's that's a me is the nice part of the country. <laughs> All the rest oh, yeah, of them. Ah, the fuck the rest of them, just dog shit. <laughs> no, I am um, obviously like, 
I've those I've lived in all those places. So obviously, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Liverpool, Uni. Um, yes. I, and then down here now. So no, I, I mean, I agree. Obviously, I've got experience living in those parts and I've absolutely loved them. But I often think Essex is like a little part of the north that got got lost. <laughs> it is a bit, isn't it? Like, I feel like they've just got the same mentality yeah. as well. Like, the lasses are all sound. So I live in like a little, um, like a little gated community with eight houses and like the birds are always, they're actually killers if I call them birds are all like very lovely <laughs> ladies. <laughs> but no, they're all fucking classmate. And like, I just got to walk out in the street and they're like, where's your coat from? I like that. I've been after something. And I'm like, I don't know if people stop you quite like that in London. You know, I, I don't think they do. But like, yeah, there's a bit of sense of community, which I think we'd I'd miss if I oh. I did. I missed it when I tried to live in London, Charlie. Are you ever thinking about relocating? Oh, so I suppose oh. as a TikToker, you can do what you want where you want, can't you? Fucking I'm boom, fuck working no. from. <laughs> oh, I don't want to live down there. Fucking hell, no. <laughs> I am cheap as shit, right? I would not spend the money. Like, so basically, where, where I am now, so I shared my flatmate from uni. Yeah. She's class. moving in with her boyfriend in two months, so I've now got to find a one-bedroom parking in Manchester. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Someone's going back to their mass. Yeah, no, yeah. My mum, dad, get the bed ready. Come on. Get the fucking get the box room ready. <laughs> Jones, it's so cold in there, I was right. I hate it. I don't want I don't visit it during the winter months. It's freezing. It's, it's the cost of living, lads. I swear to God, like it's affecting all. Like honestly, I have had to again going back to not being very technical. We've got one of them really like newfangled, quite modern things. So you know, you you've got to press all the edit, set, holiday, vocation, oh, all this on the bottom. Oh, yeah. I just like the old fashioned knobs, me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Turn it. Uh, yeah. Pun intended. Wait, <laughs> lads. Uh, so, uh, my fella's the only one in the house who knew how to use it. And I just thought it was okay until like winter came. And I was just like storming around my house, absolutely freezing all the time, being like, Have you turned that heating up? And he's like, Yeah, it just takes a while. Vicky, underfloor takes a while. And then I went into one of my lovely aforementioned neighbors' houses and I was like, It's lovely and warm in here. Do you find it takes ages? And I'm like, No, I feel like the underfloor heating comes on straight away, actually. <gasps> He'd only been fucking turning it off every time I'd been like trying to turn it on because he's so tight. Stop it. Yeah. That's what my dad does. That's what my dad does. Yeah, he's he's defo's up to that. I think it's a man thing, mate. I swear to God. I can't like just have another blanket on where I'm fucking sitting there like the fella from Cool Runnings. Like, <laughs> Give me fucking snowsuit. So I was like, no. So I've had to learn to use that because, yeah, our house was cold all the time as well. No, my dad does that, the jammy bastard. He puts on like. Um, he's got the two fires in the living rooms and then they're like oh yeah well it's warm now I'm like well it's not in my bedroom up two floors and then he put, he puts the lights on right because they don't they both grew up and like all the ambers the big light they didn't have any like atmospheric lighting yeah and they're just like no so he puts the lights on to 60% on hive and like put them up to 100 they're like honestly it's like Dracula's cave in there it's vile no, baby, you have to sort out this living situation. Like, I will not sleep comfortably at night knowing that that is what you're going through. <laughs> Mate, I need to find out. So you went from, you left Naked Attraction, you went in Lady Chatterley's Lover. Sounds like you had a bit of a mare, but ultimately I bet you got through it with, the, with your winning sense of humour. Please tell me how you went from a runner to TikTok star. Like, did you, did, was there ever a moment in your head where you're like, oh, I, I don't know if this is for me or was it really organic? Yeah, to be fair, I think it was quite organic. I think it was like during yeah. lockdown when everyone was getting on it and the nan. Yeah. And um, so basically, so my so Salford Uni is right next door 
to where they filmed The Circle with Emma Willis. I know, I've heard that. Yes, yes, okay. So they filmed, um, so it's actually filmed on the old campus and like a part in these apartments. So um, they were looking for like groups of people because they were like, we need people in the same household um, to go be standings like before, like during the rehearsal of the show and whatever. So obviously I was like buzzing off my tits. I was like, Emma Willis. I was like, I'm going to make that. So then I'm like going in there and then I've got really bad rosacea on my nose and my nose is always red. And it's I've come- got some of my cheeks, babe, as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's come from my mum. So it's like, it's a lot worse for my mum. It's even worse for my nan. Yeah. But everyone always comments and they're like, oh, have you been on the wine? Oh, Rudolph. All the time. And it's like, oh, God. are such knobs, me. No, honestly, like my mum gets it so bad. So basically, so when everyone had to wear masks, it was a nightmare for me because obviously the way it would sit on the bridge of your nose, it would rub my makeup off. Yeah. Like, oh, so I had to wear that all day at the circle. And then I came home and I don't like, I just made a video and I was like, if one more person says if I've been on the red wine, I'm going to go fucking mad. <laughs> And then it just like, I think that got like 600,000 views. I'm like, oh, bloody hell, it's all right. Amazing. And then I just like, I, to be fair, I kept just kept going kind of like infrequently. And then I was like, when I was start like doing Lady Charlie and all that, and um, I just kind of like started doing it more because then I fell into a routine of obviously doing TV. And then I was like, I'm just going to get it to TikTok. <laughs> oh, mate, honestly, I feel like I'm so fascinated by it. We must have a break now for part one. Um, I'm desperate for a wee. I'm probably going to just, like, take my jumper <laughs> off for a bit as well because I have got a mad hot flush. <laughs> but I don't want to hear all about TikTok in part two. And just so you know, I'm having such a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much.